Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. No matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. And we're also brought to you by Acer. To be the best, you need the best. Enter the Predator Helios 300, a gaming laptop that takes power to an all-new level. Equipped with a 7th generation Intel Core processor and Arrowblade 3D fan, discover the VR-ready Predator Helios 300 today. Go to Acer.com, click on Store, and enter coupon code ALLODDS, that's A-L-L-O-D-D-S, at checkout to receive 10% off, plus free ground shipping on a Predator Helios 300 laptop, including already discounted models. This offer is valid through April 30th, 2018 and limited to one per qualified order. And now, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. All right, welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. We are in the thick of the playoff season, NHL, NBA. Baseball's in full swing. Lots to get to. We're going to go over fake props, real props, best bets with my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Oh, there's a lot. You know, uh, Tate's not here this week, but last week there were five of us, me, Tate, and three of you, and only one of us provided a winner for our loyal, dedicated listeners. 20%. I don't think that's that bad. I don't think 20% is bad, but maybe we could do better. Harry, you were the only winner last week. Who, who did you give out? Yeah, you know, I, I did it. I had a two-team parlay I had uh, on uh, Friday night. Vegas in game two to beat L.A. at minus 170. That took two overtimes, but they dominated those overtimes, but it still took two overtimes to finally get that in. And then the next day I had Golden State money line over the Spurs. That was very easy. That paid uh, every 10 bucks. You paid uh, 11, I believe, mm. close, a little more than even money. So, uh, you know, it was the first one I've hit in a while, so it feels good. But uh, sorry you guys couldn't come through either. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, this Vega, there's so much, wow. but it, it didn't. It didn't last very long, Harry. I mean, you didn't give this out, but you had a golfer named L List. I you list you had him as L List, and I didn't know what the L stood for. I know after you bet him, it stood for loser, but I don't know. Is that Luke? Is it Luke List now? Luke List. He's actually having a very nice season this year. Uh, he's actually 13th on the. Uh, speaking of list, he's 13th mm-hmm. on the money list right. of PGA. But uh, yeah, I had a. Uh, Luke List, and um, actually, since on Saturday, they were uh, determining there was going to be inclement weather on Sunday, they pushed the tee times up yeah. uh, from, uh, you know, early. So on, it's on the East Coast, so on the, I'm on the West Coast here. There's no, uh, can't get it on television. So, and I'm watching it on the on my computer, and I'm like, this is, I mean, I'm, I'm ridiculous anyway. So, so anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, and I'm like, enough of this. I go out to my car, Sirius Radio has... I've got the PGA channel, so uh, I'm actually listening to the golf on the radio <laughs> for a couple hours, listening to and not uh, listening to this and and like it, it's ridiculous because list also you don't have to you don't bogeys. have to explain why it's ridiculous. We we all we all can now sense why it's he ridiculous. He had more bogeys on Sunday than he had the first three <laughs> rounds combined, and uh, ends up he loses by one. Uh, you you are you know, a true loser. true degenerate listening to golf on the radio. <laughs> For a, I don't even know what it was. You can Did hear you? the birds chirping. It's nice, too, you know. It's Is nice. it? All right. I think. Yeah, that, no, are you sure that's really, not your but... brain talking to you? That's unbelievable. Oh, man. I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, so let's go over the NBA. We'll get out of, away from golf for a minute. But Harry was the only winner last week, and we will promise to do better. But um, NHL now. Darren, the parlay kid, you took exception with Harry because he has now claimed the Las Vegas Knights as his team. Oh. He hasn't lived in Las Vegas in, what, five or six years, maybe more. They did not obviously eight. have a team. Eight years, for crying out loud. The Predators— And he got thrown out of Vegas. And he so. got thrown they out. They really kicked him out of Vegas. Right. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't last. Predators and Knights, 
now in the NHL are both atop uh, at four to one odds to win this thing. Should Harry be allowed to root yeah. for the Knights and brag whenever they win? I say no. Oh, Sal, that that is isn't that the funniest thing that yeah. he's tweeting about these these uh, Vegas Knights. This he's a Coyotes fan, Sal. The guy the guy right has up. season tickets to the Coyotes, mm-hmm. and somehow or another he's claiming the Knights. We've seen Harry. He's done this before, Sal. Right? He's done this in almost every single major sport before. He's a front runner. Yeah. He's, he's certainly a front runner. You know, I'm surprised he's not a Patriot fan by now. Very yeah. surprised. I agree. Wow. I agree. He went from the Nor- the Nordiques, the Nordiques to the Coyotes to the Knights. What's going on with you, but, Harry? But but Sal, you know what? He's riding high. He had two dates this week. I know with a woman who's actually younger than him and has a job. I can't even so imagine. He's this riding is true. high off this. He's feeling good. Yes. Good week. What what yep. what's to say? How did you get this woman to uh, date you, Harry? It's on one of the the sites, right? One of the dating sites apps. And one of the it's the uh, the one that you dubbed okay stupid, right? Um, but it's been working out. It's nice. And uh, actually, date number three is happening uh, Saturday. Oh, and God. Uh, this is the one. What was the, what, what was the plus money on that that I'd get to date three? <laughs> date number three. Honestly. And our friend Ken, who you live with, that says you're not you're dressing up. He says it's cute the way you're dressing up. You're not wearing anything fluorescent, right? You're like putting some uh, thought and time into this. A little bit, I am a little bit. All right, nice, Harry. Did nice. she listen to the pod? No, I might I might get her to do it on uh, on since she, since she's being talked about here. Maybe uh, I'll get her to listen uh, on yes. Saturday when I see her. She'll, nice. She'll get, All right, we'll, we'll get a kick out we'll of it. We'll try not to say anything horrible for the next uh, forty minutes or so, so that she, she can listen. Um, <laughs> switching to the NBA real quick. Golden State now plus one ten as uh, the time we're recording this Wednesday night. They're up. What are they up? They're up two nothing. Up two nothing, right? On yeah, San Antonio. Yeah. Two nothing. They're plus yeah, one ten. Yeah. Houston is plus one sixty. Brother Bry, I'm gonna make a statement right now. This is the last podcast we do where Golden State has a plus in front of their number to win the championship. Do you agree? Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think I mean they're gonna either sweep or win in five and they're gonna go to I mean it just depends when if Curry's at 80% when he comes back, they're going to be, at some point, they're going to be like minus 140 again. We're going to be kicking ourselves that we didn't take it. I know. I'm already kicking myself from a few weeks ago when it was plus 160 when I saw it. Um, but plus, yeah, plus 110, I saw plus 115 too today. So uh, maybe after this, I'll, we'll, we'll jump on that. I, I do think it goes away. I do think we're going to, uh, Bill Simmons, a sports guy, said, save this email. Golden State is plus 110. We're going to, we're, we're going to, pull our eyeballs out of our head knowing that we didn't take it. So maybe we discuss this afterwards. But uh, let's talk about the NBA in general. Um, Houston, OKC, and Cleveland series resumed Wednesday tonight, three days after game one. The NBA really takes their time. They do not care. They don't they don't want they don't want this to ever end. They the basketball fans like Sister Jean, uh, God willing she lives long enough to see the end of the season, but I don't know. The way they do a uh, game one is the weekend, game two is Wednesday. I'm gonna segue into a little mad dog Russo here, but what is the end? What are they doing here? And they are killing East Coasters. These star times are hideous. Golden State San Antonio, game two tip off, 1044 Eastern. How are we supposed to bet these friggin' games when we're not awake? It's it's how are you guys doing it? How are you staying away for awake for this parlay kid? Wow. No, well, Sal, even last night I had, uh, you know, I have a parlay. I had yeah. a parlay with uh, the Trailblazers on it. Uh, mm-hmm. They were up by five at the half, and I had to call it a night. Right. And um, sure enough, sure enough, they didn't win it. But uh, I would love to have been able to at least kind of witness what was going down. And uh, I can't even, you can't really enjoy it, Sal. It really is tough. Uh, too many days between, I guess, listen, there's a method to their madness, I guess. It's all about money. All about, uh, you know, they're, they're very successful in these playoffs. I, I read somewhere that the ratings are way up, though, right? Yeah, Did that, I, am that's I reading what I'm that saying. Correctly? Like, who am I to go crazy? The, the ratings are up like 17% for so the first round. They obviously yeah. have an idea of what they're doing, but it really is tough. Uh, you know, you're playing on a weekend and you're playing on a Wednesday. Uh, they're really stretching it out. These guys, they had some extra time off during the year this year. A lot, a lot more days off, I think, during the season. 
Let's, you know, every other day should be good enough for crying yeah, out loud. Boy, absolutely. Boy. Absolutely. And, you know, I feel bad because, you know, you're bowing out of that Portland game. And that, to me, is a I most exciting series. I know. I wish they can get it together because I have Portland. I have that series over four and a half games. And, you know, when yep. the home team loses the first two, that's not promising. Uh, but it is very exciting, right, Harry? Down the stretch, those teams, like, you, you got you got white guys shooting off balance. Threes, the place is going crazy. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, just a these little. Have been, they, they have been good. No doubt about it. Yeah. Something, I mean, I'm, for someone who doesn't watch the NBA so much, I've been watching it. And it's been pretty good. What hasn't been good is Lillard, Paul kid. One for seven oh. from three in game two. I think six for 23 in game one. Get it together. When it, when, make some big shots on the road. Get that to over four and a half yeah. games for crying out loud. Um, uh, absolutely so. Especially because the Trailblazer fans want to. They want to tell you this guy's a superstar. They yeah. really do. I think they all want to believe he's a superstar, but superstars don't shoot like the way he's shooting at home, no less. Two straight games. Yeah. And yesterday, seven turnovers, four assists. Right. For a point. That's terrible. That was you bad. Have twice as many turnovers as assists in a in a in a must win playoff game. That's that's terrible. Not terrible. good. Not good. Can oh. I say though the Pelicans just are going to continue to kill us? This, right, right. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Gonna that's kill true, us. Bro. Playoffs are going to kill yep. us. Uh, that that's what we should it learn. It would be fitting if they if they sweep the Trailblazers south for that. That's what we should learn. The Philadelphia teams <laughs> and whoever we went against. You're right with the the New Orleans Pelicans. Like I, yeah, I don't know what uh, Anthony Davis just. I, it, it might be uh, another you know basically best guy on the court situation where you're just not going to do better than Anthony Davis and he uh, he dominates. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. Let's talk worst playoff beat so far in the uh, – it's only been a few days, right? Uh, for NBA, it started Saturday, so we're talking five days. I don't think there was a worse beat than Milwaukee plus four over Boston on Sunday, right? Brother Bri, you were following that. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, I needed Boston to win that game, so it it worked out for me anyway. But I, the fact that Brad, I mean, Brad Stevens definitely is the best coach in the NBA, but the fact that he gave up those two threes at the end of the game, I think he they were up three and then Brogdon hit the three. Yeah. And then, I mean, to just basically, I mean, I know it was Brown's fault, but it was right right next to Stevens. And the fact that they let him get an open shot there, at least, like, not – I mean, Brown could have been one step closer to getting in his face a little bit, but that was, that was really bad. But besides that, too, Sal, right in that game, you had two bad beats because you had it ended up going over, right, too? Because it was oh, yeah. it ended at Took 198 overtime. before overtime, and then it was another 22 points in overtime. So yeah, it went I, I can't even keep, over. I can't even keep track of the over unders. But yeah, Bragdon hits the three to tie it with 10 seconds left, and you're right, they should have fouled because they were up three. Yeah. Uh, Terry Rozier hits the three, and then Chris Middleton. Hits a three with .5. Again, they don't foul. Uh, yeah, and I believe me, I had Milwaukee fans like uh, tweeting me like, I, I don't know if this is – I have Milwaukee plus four, but I don't like this at all because uh, I know we're going to lose in overtime and not cover. And sure enough, 113-107 in overtime. Yeah, I think that was the worst one so far, but I'm sure there'll be more tonight. Um, I also bet under one and a half sweeps in the NHL. I had to hedge, damn it, with San Jose tonight because the Anaheim yeah. Sharks look just miserable. Anaheim uh, Ducks, they're, they're awful. That Although Martin Jones, I think he had like 45 saves for San Jose the last game, but they're just, they can't win. Harry, a team back against the wall, uh, pretty much even odds going into the series, and the Sharks are minus 175 to close that out. That's how bad the Ducks are. Well, that's how bad they've been playing. I mean, yeah. uh, to, to get get lose both at home and uh, and then lose give up, you know, I mean, eight to one in game three. What, what, what do you go? Where do you go from there? Right. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, honestly, eight all right. to one, terrible, so bad. You don't lose like you don't. You might they may not have lost that bad all season long, and now you do it in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the Kings couldn't come through for me, and uh, the Caps, oh. the Caps did. So don't yeah. even get me started on the Capitals. Every year, Sal. Yeah, they, it, Sal. Right. Every year I lose with the Capitals. But Paul, hey, why, why don't we? Year. Why don't we just take the every game to go to overtime? Didn't you come up? What was the stat with their overtime games? I oh, uh, eight of nine. Eight of, the eight of their nine last nine, nine games, and it's uh, over a longer stretch. It's like fourteen out of like twenty-two or something like Jesus. that of going to overtime. You're, you're exactly right. But Sal, this team every year I say, well, this will be the year mm-hmm. they're going to get by. You know, they always seem to fall like a round or two short of what I am anticipating, and uh, 
you know, we talk about bad beats. They were up two nothing both their first two home games, and both games up two nothing. I know that's I know there's that that stat we talked about last year a lot in playoffs with uh, those two nothing leads, but this year that doesn't seem to be holding true so much, except nah. against the Capitals. Um, right, man, oh man. Yeah, Sal, if you're up, if you have a two nothing lead in hockey in a, in, in a game, obviously, uh, that that should be almost a gimme, especially back to back games. You're up two nothing. You got to win one of those. Right. But the Caps, they continue to rip their fans' hearts out time after time. Thank goodness they got a win last night. It was a gutsy win yesterday, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. They, I, I wish I, you know, I have them again. Of course, I have them on something to win a series. And uh, I, I don't like their chances right now. I think Columbus will win the next game, go up three one, and eventually win that in six. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's switch to uh, baseball here. Now, the Angels' savior, the, basically their Babe Ruth guy, pitches. He mm-hmm. hits. Babe Ruth's been resurrected in the form of Shohei and we have under ten and a half wins for him. And like like we said, we talked about last week that he just. Did he slow play that spring training or what? I don't know what he did, but he is back. He's he's throwing he's throwing like no one's ever seen. But he got hammered yesterday by the Red Sox. He was two and zero and got hammered. And it's good for us. And after giving us the middle finger for the last two weeks, he's got a big fat blister on his middle finger. And uh, I read, brother Brian, I read that he once had a blister and was out for like a month or something, and then came back and wasn't the same and. and Japanese? Did you read that? Yeah, they. Yeah. yeah, they. I don't know if that was last year or the year before, but they were saying, yeah, in the Japanese league, like he had this similar similar issue with the blisters, and then it like it held him out for close to a month. I don't know if that's a hundred percent true, but uh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, I like the sound of even that. if it's like ten or twelve percent true, I'll <laughs> take it. I like it. But all right, so the good news for the trifecta in uh, in that regard. Oh. All right, let's move on because we want to help people. Uh, we've been scouring for uh, NBA and NHL playoff trends. The playoff season is early. It's only like a week, uh, about a week in the NHL and like five days for, for NBA. Uh, hit us up with a trend, a gambling trend, if you've seen one early at CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com. But, uh, Harry, for hockey, you found the trend with the Eastern Conference, and there are games going on right now um, as you report. What is it? Yeah, it's uh, as of right now, going into Wednesday, all games in the Eastern Conference of the NHL. If you were to bet the game total over, mm-hmm. you'd be eight one and three. Um, it's pretty pretty amazing. But maybe we should have uh, seen the writing on the wall for this since Tampa Bay was first in the in goals scored during the regular season. The Maple Leafs were second, and Boston and Pittsburgh both had over two hundred and seventy goals, a lot more. Than uh, everyone else in that conference in the Tampa New Jersey series, they've had they've went over in all three games, which has made odds odds makers push Wednesday's game four up to six and a half from six. In the Bruins least uh, series, they've had a game with ten goals were scored in the game. Uh, the winner of every uh, of every game so far in the Penn Flyers series has had at least five goals. Mm-hmm. And in this crazy Caps Columbus series, Parlay Kid mentioned. Uh, where the visitor has won every game, every game has gone to OT, which means that's three more extra goals. So uh, I find it hard that it doesn't keep continuing on this trend. Yeah, and like There's I, been no defense really. You know, they'll they'll adjust. Obviously, the odds makers will adjust. They they push the line to six and a half right now in the East. As as uh, as we're we're talking, the Lightning Devils is three goals. Lightning lead the Devils two one. Not even halfway through the second, so that looks pretty good. Penguins, Flyers, four nothing. You said that was six and a half. No, that was six. That so was six, six and a half. Was the Tampa, New Jersey? All right, so that's right on. That's right after two periods. All right, yeah. so Eastern Conference um, hockey bet the over, uh, at least so far. Brother Bry, you have a good one. I think it's been good for a few years now. What is it? NBA? These teams that are down two nothing. Yeah, I think we talked about it last year, but this one, uh, courtesy, I'll give credit to covers.com, but yeah. one of the, this one that they were looking at is when teams are down 2 nothing, basically take them the first half in game three because it, basically they're going to come out like gang bucks and busters and, and, uh, and run up the score, it seems like. So, like. so last year it went 9-3 and three against the spread. 
The year before, it went 10-0 and against the spread. I know some things. I saw some things in 2015 that went 9-0 against the spread, but I think it went more like 7-2 and against the spread. Right. But if you looked at it in 2016 and 2017, it was 12-0 and against the spread in the first-round matchups. And then also last year, if you just took – uh, the six teams in the first round down two nothing. They covered and they won the first half. So you might have also gotten a little bit extra money if you had like an underdog winning in that one. So yeah. the, the the weird thing about that is, and uh, you had also said something today with that is because of this though Vegas is also starting to adjust these lines. So it's getting a little bit weird for the first half because normally when you look at the first half it's pretty much half of what the game is. So if if the game is six it's usually like three right. could be three and a half sometimes four. But these lines. Are are really weird. So, like in the Bucks, the Bucks Celtics first half in Game Three, if the game is six and a half, what do you think the first half line is for that? So, so it should be three, three and a half. Uh, and yeah. the trend is saying take the Bucks. So what did they jump? They pump that up to four and a half or something? What they do? Yeah, it's five and a half. Wow. So it's five and a half, and but the, for the first half, and the game itself is six and a half. So yeah. that's really weird. Right. I think yeah. And G- then I, G- I know, like the Spurs Warriors, that's only a half a point, but the game's three and a half. The Wizards Raptors, the game is minus two for the Wiz, but halftime's also minus two. But I think we should we should test this out. I, I think we're going to jump on some of these. Here. I like it. I th- and, the, and the psychology behind it is these teams are desperate. They're down 2 nothing. In, the mo- in most cases, they're home, except for frickin' Portland, who couldn't win at home. Uh, they're they're going to be on the road. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I like it. So, yeah, Blazers-Spurs Thursday. Um, Mil- uh, Washington-Milwaukee Friday. Test this, right. po- possibly Cleveland, although it looks like they're going to, uh, they, they may, well, I don't know, what a seven point game right now. And then Saturday, oh, it was Minnesota. We have to count them, I guess. And uh, yeah, possibly, yeah, likely going to be two possibly in two, Utah. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. So the teams that are down two nothing. Yeah. I think it was Jason Logan on cover said that they, they, they've really adjusted this. And he also pointed out that Golden State crushes this trend. So don't. If someone's well, down. I will say so. Yeah, so Golden yeah. State was uh, it was nine and three last year, and Golden State won. They beat the Spurs in that uh, conference final, and then the Warriors too. They won the first half in Game Three. So the last yeah, two. But yeah. if you look at the if you also looked at the Warriors in the first round of the last two years, mm-hmm. last year they were down sixty seven fifty four to the Blazers at half. So that easily covered, and then the year before they were down to the Rockets, fifty-four to forty-eight. So the first-round matchups against the Warriors have covered. It's just been like gotcha. later on throughout the playoffs that the Warriors have maybe crushed a little bit. So all right, so all right. Let's maybe let's maybe take the Spurs. Let's too. do it. Let's do something. Parley kid, you have a fun one, right? What is it? Point, points, rebounds, yeah, so assists. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm going to give some credit to uh, one of our Twitter followers. But first, of all, here's my thing with trends. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, though, don't you feel like by the time there's enough information available to establish a trend, yeah, that the trend could be heading the other way at that point? Sure. Yeah. Like, like what goes up must come down, right? I, I just sometimes think with trends, by the time we're hearing about it, mm-hmm. like all oh, this trend, it just seems like it never really stays that way. The trend tends to trend down. I think. But I got a good one where I think it could keep trending up because it doesn't have so much to do with the score of the game itself, but rather players scoring, rebounding, and assisting. Yeah. Okay, so this is from one of our uh, Twitter files. I thought I really like this one because I think this is a fun one because it doesn't involve the minutia of like sweating a game out. You kind of root for a player and hope they play well. So this is yeah. from Ryan Woods. So I got to credit him All right. uh, for really sharing this with us. And basically what it is is take the star player and uh, it's their points, rebounds, and assists and go over or under on it. Now, if you really go over on the star players, because that's who you can really get the money on, right now Simmons would be two for two, DeRozan is two for two, Wall is two for two, the Greek Freak is two for two, LeBron was 0 for 1. I don't know his stats tonight, but I think I, I I got a hint that he would definitely be going... Uh, trending over, but if they're winning by a lot, that's where it can kind of get you. He, he, LeBron was he's two going points. Over, uh, he's, he's going got, over he's got 35 points tonight. 35, so, yeah, 10, and right. 5. So, he's, yeah. yep. so there you go. I think he needed 54 he's to over. go over tonight. So oh, I see. is that, is that uh, in the works? Because no, that, well, that'd be close. He's right got there. 49, but yeah, he's, 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 he's he'll at get 50, there. so he only needs a few more. He'll he'll okay, right. So, And Westbrook and Harden were both one for one in their game. So that to me is a fun type of trend to bet. Bet, pick a player, 
Go with the over with these star players and root for them to have a heck of a game. And as long as the game is close, they probably have a great chance to do it. As long as it's not a blowout by the third quarter. Right. They have an excellent chance to do it. All right. So I like that. That's a fun one. Credit to Ryan Woods for the heads up on that. I like that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say something opposite of that. I like the one you just presented, with just the because also you get you get the benefit of overtime too, and that's a, that, that that's true. I guess built into the number, but yeah, if these so these numbers for the star players: Westbrook, Harden, LeBron. They're all between like 45 and 55, right? Points, rebounds, and assists. But yeah, um, what we did the other day, uh, and I credit Nathan from Portland. Um, we had Aldridge. Under 14 and a half in the second half, right? Was that game one, Brother Bry? Golden State, San Antonio? Yeah, it was game one. Because I think he had, I think he was like 20, his over-under was like 23 and a half for the game. Yeah. And he only had, what What did he have at halftime? He had six or eight, I can't remember. Six? Yeah, yeah, He it, it was low. And they were getting killed at that point. That's the thing. They're getting killed. So talking about what the parlay kid just said, if a game's close, they're going to keep all these guys in. If the team's down 25, and I think you actually called out 25, Brother Bry, and they were down 25 when they took Aldridge out, and that went way under second half, uh, 14 and a half. So um, I don't know what the the what the— advice is there, except for just look for these things. Look for, look for the halftime odds. Look for how— Guys are playing, and um, sometimes you can get a deal. It's sort of like a, it's sort of like a foreclosure sale at halftime. I don't know why they put these uh, Although, numbers so low. Yeah. So I will say though, the other day I had Ben Simmons over nine and a half rebounds. Mm-hmm. I'm still pissed about this one. I had him over nine and a half rebounds. He had five rebounds in the first seven minutes. Mm-hmm. He's credited with eight rebounds somewhere in the early third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, it's everywhere says eight. It says eight on TV. It says eight on every website. Then all of a sudden you get to the fourth quarter, he's down to seven rebounds. Yeah. But he loses a rebound. And then late in the game, he clearly has a rebound off of a tip that they do not do not give him credit for. So I felt like I was really gypped out of that. I felt like I had ten. Uh, of course, I went to nine. I lost that one. So all right. Well, that, I'll let still, this count as your, your formal complaint that you're lodging. Yeah, I don't, some of these numbers pop up. I don't know. I think they add like two rebounds at a time. I bet against a Rondo triple-double yesterday, and I got very lucky because he had nine assists like halfway through the third quarter or something and stayed at <laughs> nine assists. But I swear his rebound total went from like six to nine in eight seconds. So um, someone's having a lot of fun at our expense with these uh with these numbers. Um, and by the way, uh, I think Parlay Kid, you mentioned it earlier about the two goals down in hockey. We liked it last year, taking the live odds for a team down two goals. I'm going to make a statement here. I think it picks up now. Um, it's not going to pick yeah. up probably in this um, in this Flyers-Penguins game, which is 4 nothing with 20 minutes left. But um, look for that in general. I think this is about the time of year when that uh, starts paying dividends. Let's talk proper cloth for a second. You know, guys... Finding a dress shirt that fits is nearly impossible. Right, Harry? Harry, you agree? You're, you're, yeah, you're, I may have to find a couple now with these dates. That's right. Something's always off with you. It's the collar or the sleeves, but thankfully, ordering a custom fit shirt has never been easier with Proper Cloth. At propercloth.com, you could easily create a custom shirt size in seconds by answering 10 simple questions. Choose from over 20 collar sizes, 10 cuff styles, and 500 fabric styles from classic to business to casual to completely customize your shirt and get the style you want. The team at Proper Cloth works with the best fabric producers from around the world and only buy fabrics that meet their high-quality expectations. Each one of their shirts goes through extensive quality control testing, so you're getting the absolute best quality and craftsmanship. Best of all, Proper Cloth guarantees a perfect fit, meaning that if somehow your shirt doesn't fit perfectly, they will remake it for free. They'll probably shake their head at you, Harry, but then they will eventually remake it for free. The whole process, risk-free. The future of shirts... They're made completely custom for you, starting at just $80. Up, oh, Harry, you're out. That's it. $80. No. $80, that's, that's about, nothing. That's about, that's about $74 too much. There you go. That's not true, Harry. You can <laughs> afford this. Stop wearing shirts that don't fit. Start looking your best with a custom-fitted shirt. Go to propercloth.com backslash Sal today. Enter gift code SAL to save $20 on your first shirt. All right. Uh, parlay kid. We lost uh, Des Bryant from our team. Was Des Romo yeah. your favorite quarterback-wide receiver combo? 
I think they hit over four, uh, over 50 times, probably like 54, 55 times, I think. Are they your yeah, favorite? I, I think it was. And I, I I think, obviously, Dez was never the same without Romo. Yeah. Right? He was just, he was never the same. And no, he was still playing some prime years w- without Tony. He was just never, ever the same. But, Sal, I can't say I'm really upset about this because. For the amount of money he was going to do to get paid, he was just no longer producing. He was the set, way he needed to produce. He was set I, to make twelve and a half. Twelve and a half million counts sixteen and a half against the salary cap. Yeah, as a business decision, this was sort of a yeah, no brainer. I can't really blame the Cowboys on this one. Right. I really can't. I'd like to, but I think it, it really <laughs> does make sense. Uh, but he gave us some uh, some good times, but. Just uh, just shows you what a bad job that that staff has done there with players like Romo and Dez, some really good players. They really never, never really won anything significant while they were there. So it's a shame. I go, <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, Harry. I go Romo, Dez, Quincy Carter, Joey Galloway, a close second for my favorite uh, quarterback <laughs> wide receiver combo. No, yeah, sixty nine catches last year, six touchdowns. Look, physically, he's not the same. He can't break away from cornerbacks. Uh, he was. I, I was like a monster would, would be able to do that in his heyday. But I still think he could be serviceable. And Bovada has a prop. Sure. Who will Des Bryant sign his next NFL contract with? Ravens 3-1, to one, Texans 4-1, to one, Packers 5, Saints 5, Redskins 5, Patriots 6, Bills and 49ers 8, and Harry's New York Giants 10-1. to one. Uh, Harry, which way are you going? What, what, is there any value in uh, picking any of these teams? Um. There, there might be, but who wants the headaches? Who wants the problems with this guy? Is he going to start right off the bat with a new team, screaming and yelling on the sidelines in the middle of the third quarter when the game, you know, when when he's not getting the ball, when he thinks he's open? I mean, the Ravens, uh, you know, they need some receivers, and he could actually help Harbaugh there. But Harbaugh's not going to stand for his crap. And uh, and I know he had mentioned um, wanting to stay in the NFC East. I mean, Philly wouldn't want him. They don't need him. Uh, I don't think he's a good fit for Washington either. Where uh, with Alex Court, uh, Smith being there and trying to start something new, but at ten to one, if the, like you said, the Giants are ten to one. If if that beyond head case wound up with the Giants, I'm just going to say this right now: <laughs> if he did, uh, and you parlay that with the Giants taking Sam Darnold with the number two pick overall, I'm saying it right now and. Mind you, everyone out there, I've been to the last two Super Bowls. I partied with the Giants in 2011 oh, after the Super Bowl it. when they won that. If they picked Arnold and they were to pick up Des Bryant, I am no longer going to be a Giants fan. Oh, I will come be, on. What's that? He'll just root for the best team in football. Yeah, I guess so. That's convenient. This is what he does. Wait for oh, the next yeah. expansion oh, team. It's like, you guys, it's like you two having to root for Terrell Owens when he, was for, when he went to Dallas after he uh, – Embarrassed the hell out of you guys with a star in that when he was with uh with he was with San Francisco. Aren't you the, so I don't want you're that. The, you're the same guy's rooting for Odell Beckham. I know. What is he I mean, talking what, about? There's what, videos what of him doing drugs. He's bad. He's, 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 he's t- on a different team, though, Darren. Oh my what? goodness! Wow. Okay. I don't even know what but, he's talking but, but, hey, about. Beyond Dez Bryant is one thing, but like, what do you what do you what do you go against Sam Darnold for? Like, you're. Because I, I think he's crap. Because he's crap, and he's going to be awful. I'm calling uh, it right now. And yeah. Des is beyond crap right now. He's not productive. You know, I, I have I have a note next to this section. It's like maybe don't ask Harry about this. And I I for some reason <laughs> by, bypass that. And uh, this is what we get. All right. So Harry's saying ten to one. And well, why don't you bet that? Because then if it comes in, now you're upset because you need to be my no longer... that he does sign with them. Sure. Right. And then you don't have to root for the yeah. Giants anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Harry gets to not root for a three and thirteen team. Wow! What? <laughs> All right, parlay kid. Uh, let's get back to you. Where's Des going? Yeah, well, Des does get a little bit of, of bad rap for that. Uh, I think you know we've heard it straight from Tony Romo saying that Des is actually very positive uh, on right. the sideline. A lot of that is just kind of trying to fire his teammates up. Yes. it's never personal. Uh, we we heard that from Tony himself. So mm-hmm. uh, some. Uh, some people like to think the uh, the opposite, but um, but then again, so this is what I would say. I personally think uh, the Texans uh, at four to one and the Saints at the five to one are the best situations huh. for Dez. I just I think they're the best for Dez. I don't think he's going to end up there. I think he's going to end up with the favorite when Baltimore at three to one, which I think is still decent value. I think Baltimore has shown a big interest in him, and Dez kind of fits Sal. 
a player that same thing was on the what you thought was the downside of his career. Isn't he basically Anquan Bolt? Isn't he basically Bolden? Yeah, uh, he becomes Bolden for them. He's like mm-hmm. he's lost a step, but Flacco, even after Bolden had lost some speed, was able to fit the ball in a lot. Bolden was catching seventy, eighty, maybe more passes a year for the Ravens. I think Dez can still be that goal line factor. Right, he's still that a real good jump ball type of guy. He could be that guy across the middle because he is tough as nails. Uh, he might not be that deep ball threat that he once was. Right. But I really think he really fits for Flacco the way Bolden fit for Flacco. And Dez still gets to be a number one receiver, which I think he still wants to be. So I think the Ravens are a, a really perfect fit for him. It is uh, pretty so good. I like that at three to one. Yeah, really, so. I, and uh, you know they gave Flacco a deep threat with uh, Wallace, and it doesn't pay. It really does seem like all decent receivers go to die in Baltimore. It's kind of what it's the. Uh, it seems like, but Bolden it, didn't. Bolden no, didn't. I know. So. Yeah, he was very solid there. It's the West Palm Beach of the NFL, where everybody goes to <laughs> expire. But <laughs> I guess with Crabtree and Brown, he is the one ish number one ish. Receiver there, one, two, somewhere in there. Yeah. That wouldn't be that bad. Our brother Brian, where do you see him landing? Yeah, I mean, I like I like Darren's reasoning, but but like you said, I'm I'm trying to figure out how like Des Bryant and Crabtree work together because mm. to me they're like the same type of receiver. I mean, I feel like once you sign Crabtree, do you really want Des? I mean, yeah, very very much the same. So I I know Harry said he didn't necessarily see him going to the Redskins, but I kind of like that at five to one. I mean he. He's already outwardly stated he wants to play against the Cowboys twice. twice I mean, yeah. I think if he goes to the Redskins, I think Dez's ego is still going to be like he wants to be the man. And like mm-hmm. Darren was saying before, I mean, it'd be ideal for him to go to the Texans or the Packers or the Saints, but I don't see that happening. Or the Patriots, but I don't see that happening. Yeah, I think when you look at the Redskins, you look at the receiving core, they have Doxson and Crowder. I think he easily could fit right in there as their number one. I, the question, again, would just be Alex Smith had do they fit together? Although we've right. never seen Alex Smith without Andy Reid, so it might be worth the experiment to see. I mean, they took a flyer on Pryor last year, which didn't work out, yeah. but they, they could, I could see them taking a flyer on Des for, did, for a year. Did so. they take Richardson from Seattle, though, Washington? I thought yeah, they, they did, too. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. I, they don't care. They always have like seven receivers in there. I, I could see that. Right, right, right. Oh, I could see them trying to make a splash right. in that division. Well, I hope they don't because they run the risk of Harry never rooting for them, the Redskins. So I, I hope <laughs> that they should. They need to keep that in mind. Um, their their uh, potential right. fan base could shrink. Um, true. I like the Niners at eight to one. Now, there's some beat reporter let something out about not that they're in talks with Des, but. Um, that their the organization is talking about him and eight to one, they're sort of at the bottom of that list. I don't, you know, do they want to do this to Jimmy Jesus? Maybe not, but do you, does Garcon and Goodwin, is that, is that the answer there? They have $45 million to play with there. I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they took a shot at Des in San Francisco. Um, all right. That brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's make believe riverboat casino, where each week the degenerate trifecta and I set sail tackling make-believe gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. This week's make-believe prop, we go to the Octagon. Two Barclays, not related. Saquon, the Penn State superstar running back, versus Charles, NBA legend, funniest guy in sports. If they were to fight, we're going to put the over-under at one round. The under is minus 155. Parlay kid, you going over or under? Saquon versus Charles. Oh, Sal, tell the tape. Saquon Barkley, six feet, two hundred and thirty-five pounds of solid muscle. Charles Barkley, anywhere from six four to six six, depending on what you're really reading. And really, at this point of his life, nothing but a uh, you know, nothing but fat at this point. <laughs> but still light on his feet. All right, Sal, Saquon Barkley. Did you know his great uncle? is the great Iran Barkley. The boxer. boxer. Oh, yeah. That comes from a boxing background. Uh, Saquon himself fought in the Golden Gloves. Uh, and even said he's quoted as saying, if I didn't fall in love with football, I probably would have been a boxer. Hmm. So I don't care really what. If you ever saw Charles Barkley fight Oakley in 1996, Oakley kicked his butt. So how could Barkley even last 30 seconds with Saquon? Take the under one round, Saquon, in total domination. Brother Bry, you agree with your brother Darren? 
Oh, I agree. I mean, this couldn't be easier. I mean, have you ever seen basketball players fight? I mean, they cannot fight. I mean, like Darren said, Saquon Barkley's uncle was one of the best fighters back in the day. I mean, this kid's a freak. He benched 29 reps at the uh, combine. You know, he's super fast. Like Darren said, also he was he was a great boxer growing up. So I think this is this is easy. I, I'd say he knks him out in let's say uh, 13 mm. seconds. 13 seconds. Harry, 13 <laughs> seconds is, is certainly within the first round. You going over or under? I'm going to go under, too. Look, Charles is 55 years old. He's hanging out with those guys in the studio, eating whatever he wants. He's probably 300 pounds, maybe even more. Uh, I think all you have to do is get him on the ground. He, Saquon will take him, take him uh, down, and that'll be it. He's got to get him in one of maybe your famous arm bars or something like that. He'll be tapping out. It's over. Take mm. the under. Easy bet. I'm going to be a contrarian here. I'm going over one round. I think Charles Barkley he puts that puts that ass into it. You know, he backs you down. That's what he does. I, I think Saquon will have trouble even getting to him. Like he sticks it out there, Harry. That's how you play basketball, right? Just uh, right. backs right into him. Backs right in. He could do that for a five five minute round. And also, I saw Charles stick a pen cap in his ear deep. On the uh, on the on the halftime show, actually, it's a post game show. Deep, so this guy could take pain. He could take a lot of pain. He could take a lot of verbal jabs, and uh, that all spells an over to me. I'm going over and taking the plus one thirty five. All right, that's another week of Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. Let's get to best bets. Harry, you were the only winner last week. Are you going with L List this week, or uh, what do you got? Oh, the, the, they're playing the uh, they're playing a week golf tournament this week. The, the, the Sergio's the uh, odds on favorite. By the way, I looked and L List was top three, I think. Like I said, he's thirteenth on the money list. He's playing well, season of his. Uh, like of you his said, it's a week tournament. Yeah, I think that's what. The, yeah. Like you said, we should focus on. All right, who do you like? No, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh the NBA. I'm gonna take in Game Three on Friday night. I'm gonna take the Washington Wizards minus two versus the Raptors. Uh, the teams were two and two versus each other in the regular season. However, John Wall played in zero of those games. That's twenty points and ten assists. Uh, a game you didn't have for the Wizards for four games, and they still went two and two against the the Raptors. Bradley Beal really stepped it up. Uh, with Wall not being there. He had 38, 27, 23, and 27 in those games. Wall, uh, in these two playoff games, though, has shown up for the Wizards, uh, going for 23 and 15 in Game 1 and 29 points in Game 2. The Wiz need him and Beal, who only had a uh, only at 9 points in the last game, to step it up together. After six games now versus Toronto, it's time for that to happen uh, for, for the Wizards. Um, right. I'm thinking... The, you know, so I'm thinking also Marquise Morris is going to step it up for the Wizards too. Have a big game. Um, I think minus two Wizards over Toronto. That's the play. All right. Bro. Also, well, one thing too, Sal. I, might, I forgot to mention. They this is the first time the Wizards have ever been up 2-0 as a franchise in a playoff series. So to go 3-0 and is a humongous step. I don't think it happens. Like I said, I think Wizards minus two. I think they win the game by ten. It's the first time they've been down 2-0? Is that what no, you said? Well, the, the, the you, Raptors you, you, have never been up 2-0 in a series. All right. I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So, Wizards, <laughs> yeah, they're going to they're gonna come back. Wizards here. is the play. Yeah. Harry, you don't want to take just the first half? I know. Very tempting. All that talk is very tempting, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm, the Wizards win the game. Brother Brian, I was thinking about how we're going to screw up this first half thing, and I know what I'm going to do and because uh, the Parley Kids words are ringing in my head. I'm going to now take, because they're adding these extra points here, because they know we're on to it, we're talking about it, I'm going to end up taking these money line first halves, and uh, and <laughs> it'll bite me in the ass, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, what do you like for your best bet? Right, what'll happen is if we lose one, we'll... we'll you know, the thing is, it's like we know it's not going to hit every time like it has right. the last few years. But if, but what will happen is if it misses one time, then we'll decide not to do it anymore, and then it'll hit you know, every around. time after that. Sure, That's exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, there's uh, I was looking at uh, a couple different things today to see for best bet, but I wanted to keep something on Saturday. So I'm going to go uh, – I'm going back to the UFC again. I, I'm, I'm hoping I can convince Darren to go against me again here on a, on a main <laughs> fight. 
But I'm going to go. Uh, there's a big card over in Atlantic City on Fox this weekend. But I'm going to go for the main event. I'm going to take Edson Barbosa plus 130 over Kevin Lee. Normally, see, this is normally a fight. And in prior podcasts, I would jump on Lee at the favorite all over him, even though I think this is definitely an even fight between the two guys. Barbosa is more of a, a much better striker, whereas Lee is a better grappler, better wrestler. But I really didn't like the way Lee fought his last fight against Ferguson. I know it was months ago, but I just felt like he gave up in that fight where Barbosa, at least he fought Khabib in the last fight. And at least he kept going, he kept fighting. I feel, I feel like what's going to happen is if he can stuff a couple of the takedowns from Lee, he'll eventually land one of his big kicks or one of his big strikes, and I could see this being over sometime in the middle rounds. But like I said, I'm really hoping Darren wants to jump <laughs> on the Lee side so we can get, we can battle each other head-to-head on this one again. All right, Brother Bry likes Barbosa plus 130. Yeah, Parlay Kid, you, you had a – your best bet was part of a uh, – just a war. It was, it was, a, it was a war. Right. I hate, you know, well, that, I, I hate to trivialize yeah, wars, but for God's sakes, these two guys, tattooed yeah. white guys, crushing each other. If you like, uh, you, know, you know, I'm a big boxing fan. If you like Gotti, if you like Ward, you like those guys, yep. that's what this is. It's just like the UFC has like 30 yeah. or 40 of these guys, and two of them were in the octagon together uh, last Saturday. You picked the wrong one, though, last week. Yeah, well, Sal, you know, uh, one, I don't think, at least, well, I'm glad I picked it, uh, that fight, because I think it just gave, gave us an opportunity to talk about it, and we all said it was going to be possibly the fight of the year, and I, I think right now that could certainly would, would be right up there, even with plenty of months to go. That's mm-hmm. going to be a tough one to beat. Uh, what, what a performance by both guys, and Sal, you know, I was telling Brian this, and Brian knows this because I actually had, had mentioned it to him, I actually, at first, so I changed my pick. I had Poirier. I just couldn't. The, the odds for Poirier by knockout were not up yet. Mm-hmm. And so I think I just I changed at the last minute. So how often does that happen? If you change your – don't you always lose you if you change win. the bet? You can't win. You can't yeah, – right? It's just, oh, man, what a – what a nightmare! But I really look. Much Harry, by the way, ha- Harry says this is bullshit. This is a bullshit claim by you. <laughs> Harry doesn't think this is accurate at all. He's calling uh, well, fake news. We I all listen. hate our picks, don't we? <laughs> yeah, you know. So if I had picked Poirier, Gagey Gage would have won. It wouldn't yeah. have mattered. So right there, you go. We all know right. what happens. That's how it works. Right. But so I'm gonna, I'm gonna really, I'm gonna pick a parlay this week. Uh, I've been, you know, off, uh, off the show. Uh, I've I've been really struggling with my parlay, so I, I think I'm I'm due to hit one. So this is what I'm going to give you, Sal. This is a a money line parlay. I like the Jets, uh, the Winnipeg Jets. I think, man, they're they're a pretty scary good team. I think they're going to wrap up their series in the next game. Parisi is now out for the Wild. They're minus two thirty. I like them to win that next game. Uh, I like the Blue Jackets in game four. Uh, there's something about this Capital team, Sal. They let me down. All the time, but on the flip side, I can benefit with a capital win because you know of all the other stuff I got. Right. But I really do like the Blue Jackets. I think Tortorella is a heck of a coach, and he just gets so much out of his team. And I do like, so I think, I like the Milwaukee Bucks at uh, minus 270 uh, to win. Uh, this is the only game they're going to win. They're going to win game three. Uh, I think uh, the Greek Freak is going to will his team to victory, and then they'll lose the next two, but I'm going to try to capitalize while I can on them winning that game. So you got you got the Jets, the Winnipeg Jets at minus 230, the Blue Jackets at minus 115, and the Bucks at minus 270. That equals a plus 268 uh, money line parlay. Uh, that's what I got. All right. I like it, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that Bucks game because that's my best bet. Bucks minus 6.5. Look, when something looks too high, what do you do? You jump on it. Why are they giving two six and a half to a team that destroyed yeah. them? Uh, a seven seed against a two seed. I, I know the two seed has their players out, but they've looked uh, dominant. The Celtics since uh, getting their legs back in Game One. Bucks minus six and a half. The one thing I'll say is the Greek freak is already getting calls now. I know he fouled out in that Sunday game, uh, the Game One, but he should have fouled out like midway through the third quarter. I think, like you, like you said, he wills his team to victory. I think Bledsoe shows up at the Bradley Center. The Bucks twenty-five and sixteen at home. I think they cover this. They win ninety-four, eighty-four, and that's my best bet. 
What do you think, Harry? You don't like it? No, I like it. Look, Sal, how many times when we were in college and we came up with that theory? We actually did all right on that theory sometimes. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I uh, brainwashed you into the uh, fixed line theory, and uh, we actually did okay with that sometimes. Well, the other so- fix, not so good. Something's going to happen. Either Milwaukee's going to cover the first half line, which is minus, what would you say, Bri, five, five and a half? Five and, and a half. And then yeah. they're going to blow it. They're going to win a close game or lose one. Or they're going to win the money line the first half. Or they're going to just just route. And uh, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a, a double-digit win. Um, so but, the, one thing, yeah. the one thing that probably might scare you, right, is like I felt like how many times did I jump on the Celtics this year when I looked at their yeah. piece of shit lineup that they were throwing out there? They were throwing out five scrubs. Not even the guys that are playing now. They were throwing out five guys I never heard of. Right. And then I'm jumping on the other team, and they're blowing these other teams out. I mean, they were great against the spread this year, the Celtics. So I know. That's my only worry. But listen, you're I, right. St- Stevens is great. He, he hasn't taught his team to uh, to foul uh, up three in any situation down the stretch. But other than that, um, there you go. Is a winner. But I think you're right. This line should be like four, not six and a half. That, yeah. That's six, that's six and a half, and then five and a half for the first half. That is that is obscene. That really yeah. doesn't happen. Right. Right. All right. Harry, speaking of obscene, you're dating now. Uh, where can people find you on Twitter? A A O Harry. A A O Harry and a second date. And you don't be shy. What did she tell you? She said you could take her to any sporting event. Yeah, she said she loves going to sporting events. So uh, <sighs> we're mapping out a Diamondbacks game. Um, maybe even uh, Saturday, Darren. You like this, Darren? Uh, the uh, Phoenix Rising. Uh, soccer team has a game, and uh, she likes soccer too. So uh, we, I've contemplated going to that as well. Nice, nice, nice. You missed miss that it's UFC be, fight. It's only going to be ninety-three on Saturday. So yeah. yeah, it's too bad she didn't know you back in the days of spring training, where you would ambush players at the hotel pool. Um, <laughs> that that would have been a real nice treat for her. I u- I used to do that. I still don't. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying it was a few. It was a month ago. Yeah, she didn't. She, she you weren't True. dating. I, yet. Uh, brother I, Bry, where do people find you? Yeah, I'm at the brother Bry. So hook me up. All right, and Parlay Kid at the Chalk Talker. Hit me up, people. There you go. Keep all it right. coming. Keep it coming. Good stuff. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Shoot us an email. Why don't you at Cousin Sal Against All Odds at Gmail dot com. Watch Jimmy Kimmel live tonight, eleven thirty five, and every weeknight on ABC. Next week, NFL draft props. We're going to cover them all. There's a lot out now. This is uh, oh, they're not gosh. they're not screwing around. So exciting. And we will I have uh, we will have e- these three, the degenerate trifecta, and I'm going to have a special uh, guest as well. We're getting there. We're getting the football season. Yeah. That's that for the we de- excel. This is where we excel. This, this is, is it. it. Oh, this is it. Okay, I was wondering. Uh, <laughs> Mets tie it in the bottom of the eighth, too. Four four. I like it. That's that. The degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal, saying so long, and happy handicapping. Time to talk about Hotel Tonight. Hotel Tonight partners with awesome hotels to help them sell their unsold rooms, which means you get amazing deals. All it takes is 10 seconds, just three taps and a swipe to book. No long, endless list of a zillion hotel choices. Hotel Tonight only shows you the best deals at the best hotels. Perfect whether you're a planner or like to leave things to the very last minute like me. And with Hotel Tonight's HT Perks program, the more you book, the better the deals get. So... Start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels and download the Hotel Tonight app now.